Eitan asks an important question. How come is it that on, on every daf there's something to find? There's something to work. But aren't there some daf in where you just can't, where you just can't find something? So I said, well, firstly, it's an interesting experiment. We're trying it out, and we'll, and we'll see. So far, Baruch Hashem, we've been, it's been okay. We found something on, on, on every daf, and that, that's my, the theory is there has to be something not only on every daf, but on every section in every daf. There has to be something relevant. Because we're told the mitzvah is lil modam and atlasot. We've got to be able to learn in such a way that we can extract something from the learning to practice, to do. So there must be something relevant on every piece of, on every piece of Gemara. But I explained to, to Eitan that you need siyat as It says, yagatiyu matzati al-tamin. If, if, if somebody says, I tried to understand the Torah, but I couldn't find anything meaningful, Al-Tamin, don't believe it. If you really try, you'll find something meaningful. But it's not just the effort, it's also the Siyate Dishmaya. Hashem helps with that. And the reason Hashem helps in this case is not because of me, it's because of you. Because you come early in the morning to listen and to hear and to learn. And then sometimes if I'm struggling, I'm misspelled to Hashem and I say, Hashem, these people come early in the morning to get some, start the day with some relevant Torah. How can you send me to them with nothing to say? And then Hashem helps. So it's, uh, it's, it's your it's your schus. So the um, the Rashi's Chochmah, among others, I've spoken to you about him several times, um, talks about the the power of Tum'ah. Tum'ah is a crack in the neshama, a spiritual crack, a spiritual chip, and it gets in the way. We can actually damage the, the neshama. We can we can damage it. It gets in the way. He says, "Where does it manifest? How do you see the tumah manifesting? You see it where you can't focus in the davening. You see it where you can't focus in your learning. You try your mind's going all over the place, and you're trying to focus. That's a function of the of the neshama not being complete. What causes that incompletion? Because because tumah he explains is mafsik. It it interferes. It insulates you from the shechina." So that flow of energy from Hashem to you, backwards and forth, which we, we try and access all day, every day, that flow of energy gets interrupted by Tumah. What causes Tumah? Tumah is caused by doing something wrong or saying something wrong or thinking something wrong. That's what, that's what and by wrong we mean those things that, that interrupt the flow of Kedushah. That's an Avera is an activity whether thought, deed, or, uh, or speech an activity that interrupts the flow of Kedushah between the Shekhinah and oneself. That's what an Avera is. Um, and, and so the Rebbein Shem is, it's an amazing chesed that Hashem gives us kapara. He gives us capacities to repair the crack. So when we have interrupted the flow and we feel we're not, it's not working, things aren't going, there are things we can do to repair the cracks. And that's called kapara. And to repair the crack, it's not just enough to do tshuva. We have to do tshuva as well. We have to repent. But tshuva only re- repairs the thinking part of, a, of wrongdoing. Because tshuva is in thought. And vidui, confession, repairs the speech part of wrongdoing. But what about the physical part? You did something, there's action. For that, we need physical kapara. And the, uh, the kapara for a love, a lot of say, where the Torah says, thou shalt not do something. And we did it. The, the kapara for that is malkot. Sometimes the consequence for making a wrong choice is pain, suffering. There's no suffering without having gone wrong somewhere. Um, sometimes it's we ourselves have gone wrong. Sometimes humanity has gone wrong. But there's no without there being, there's no, there's no pain without there being 
Chet. So pain is one of the ways that we can, we can repair the crack in the neshama. And malchot is, is a form of, of that pain. That's corporal punishment, which in rare cases Beitin can administer. But apart, apart from whether or not Beitin administers, it's the concept of, of pain, which one has to, which one has to uh, understand. Uh, David White, the poet-philosopher, has a beautiful little essay on pain. And he talks about pain as being the doorway to the here and now. It focuses you on what's going on right now. You, when you're in pain, your mind can't go anywhere else. It's consumed by the pain. You've brought to the present, you've brought to the here and way. And here and now, it says, pain is the way in. Pain actually takes you in. It starts a chuva process. It makes you introspective. It makes you think about things. Pain, as much as we don't want it, and we pray to Hashem to spare us from pain, but it's also a big, a big gift. There's a, there's a gift in that as well. And, and pain is part of the kapara process to repair the cracks and the chips and the neshama, causing tumah and insulating us from Hashem uh, because of something we did, said, or thought that has to be repaired. So what we have in the sugi on the Samach Zayin is the introduction of an idea of a lav hanitak le'aseh. A love anitak la'aseh is um, not just a simple love. A simple love, a simple thou shalt not, is, for example, a ca- the case of um, the, the classical case, the Gemara Marcus Dav Yud Gimel says, is Lord Tachsum Shor Bidisho. It's a simple love, a simple prohibition. When you're threshing with an ox, don't muzzle the ox. That's it. Nothing more, nothing more, nothing less. It's very clear. And right after that comes the Pasha of Malchus. That's where we learn from that for a straightforward love, a, a negative a mitzvah, the, the, the consequence is malchus, as we discussed, the value of pain. But then we have the idea of a lav hanitak la'aseh, where a lot aseh, a negative commandment, thou shalt not do, is linked to a thou shalt do, to an aseh. And when we have a, a lav hanitak la'aseh, there is no malchot. That means that, that there are some times where we chip the neshama, and the kapara is not pain. The kapara is to do something good. To do something good that is linked to what you did wrong in such a way that the doing good fixes what you did, what you did wrong. So let's see that um, uh, more clearly inside. So Rashi, for example, further on, on Daf Aleph, Rashi explains, Ki lav ein lokin alav. If a love is linked to an assay, there's no malkot. Because the Torah is implying this is how you fix it. If you do something wrong, do the mitzvah, and you will be saved. So quite clear from Rashi, you did the wrong. It doesn't wipe out the wrong, but you saved the consequence. You don't have to experience pain because you've done something to repair that crack. The second reason, says Rashi, is that it's just not a classical case of a love. The only case of a love for which is Malchus, is, as, we, as we learned, is Lotachsom, and Malchus is written right by it, so that's where we learn Malchus from. If it's not like that, like that, but it's more complex, linked to an assay, it doesn't fit into that category. But the important part for our purposes is the first part of Rashi, that that's the Takana, that's, that's how it fixes Rashi on Malchus, Daf Yudalid, Omid Beis, which is also part of the Sugya, it says um, that the classical case of lava nitak lase is lota tiru. Don't leave over from a korban until the next morning. Lota tiru mimenu adboke. You can't leave anything from the korban for the morning. And right after that, the Torah says, vahanotar mimenu yisaref. And anything you do leave over must be burnt. 
But you've just told, don't leave it over. That's a lavanitach laseh. If you did leave over, you burn it. That, that's a mitzvah say. And by burning what you left over, you've got a kapora for what you did wrong. The Torah makes the positive commandment, the onesh, the punishment, so to say, the consequence of the negative. The consequence of doing, it, doing wrong was not the, um, is not malchus, is not pain. The consequence of doing wrong is the having to do right. The tikkun, or this is the tikkun. Do this and then you'll be potter, explains Rashi. So Al Gemara says, Omar Ravchiste is not allowed to come inside the walls of any city. If he did, then he doesn't get Malkot. Why? Because in addition to being told he can't he, he, can't, he is not allowed to be in our in our territories, in the cities, he's, we're also told he must sit alone outside the camp. That's where he needs to be. So that's a mitzvah say. So that's a love anitak lase. He's not allowed to be inside and if, to be metame, to cause tumor inside the town. Bachutz, and then the, the mitzvah ase is he must sit alone outside. Says Rashi, that's a love anitak lase. Ostosvis, not really, because that love and that ase are very far from one another. In fact, the ase is in Vayikra and the love is in Bamidbar. They're completely separate things. So this is not a love. And Rashi says it doesn't matter how far they are. The Tosfus says if there's a distance between the love and the ase, that's not. A love anitak lase, because a normal love anitak lase says toisvus, mashma lishilatakein halavba. The ase comes to fix the effects of the love. So, as we said, the crack in the neshama, the tumah, which interrupts the flow of kedusha between Hashem and ourselves, is fixed through the ase. But in this case, where the love and the ase are far from one another, he says what, what's really happening is the Torah is teaching us that this, the, the Mitzorah is removed from the category of Tameim, who are forbidden from going into the various parts, some to Machane Shechina, some into the central part of the Beis Amikdash, some into Machane Levia, the Harabayit, and the Mitzorah not into the, into the city at all. By the ase, the Torah is taking the Mitzorah out and saying, he, that's not part of the love. He's not one of these tameim that's not allowed to go into the into the into the areas. This is a person who has to sit alone. The important part is him sitting alone. It's not the love. It's not the negative thing of going into these areas, and that explains the the Rashi on Chumash, where Rashi says, um, that even other tameim, either other people who are already infected with tumor, can't be with him. Because why must he sit right outside the city? Because he, through his Lashon Hora, caused separation. He must be separated. So there's a moral and an ethical reason for his separation. It's not a love of tumor that you're not allowed to be in the Machne Levia and the Machne Shechina. This is separate, this is separate altogether. That's how it emerges from Tosfus. So interesting, Tosfus here is aligned with Rashi in Chumash. But Rashi here sees it as a love anitak la'aseh. What's interesting is that the, the, although both Rashi and Tosfus learn love anitak la'aseh is to fix the Avera, the Shagas Ari and Simon Pei shows how Tosfus on Dav Chavtes in Psochim holds that when there's a nitak la'aseh in this kind of case, it completely erases the love as if it was never done. So with beer chometz, for example, if you're not allowed to keep chometz on Pesach. If you do keep chometz on Pesach, you've got to be mevayr. 
when you're mevair the Pesach, so you kept Pesach, you kept Chomets on Pesach, Cholamoid, you decide this is not a good thing, you want to burn it. So you, you fulfill the Aseh, you burn the, the, the Chomets. Did you do an Avera or has it been wiped out? So it's says it's wiped out. No Avera. You've done nothing wrong. It's been wiped out. The Shagasari proves from Rashi on Davvova with Bez that it's not wiped out. You've, you've now fixed it. You've done what you need to do, but what you did was still wrong. That was still a problem. Um, so we see from here, just, just briefly in, in, in ending off and understanding some of the relevance, when somebody does something wrong, when we do something we regret, uh, there's pain. There's, there's inevitably, we did something we shouldn't have done for whatever reason. There's, there's pain. There's a degree of suffering, whether it's our guilt that causes it, our regret that causes it, circumstances that cause it, there, there's pain. There, there are three different ways out of, out of that pain. The one is, in the, there is pain, there's Malchus. And we have to sit with the pain and learn from it and, and understand it and, and make the future different. That's what pain does. Pain enables you to change direction. Say so this, I don't want this anymore. I want to change my life. That's what pain does. So that's the one thing, is a chiyuv Malchus, the one way how we repair the tumor of a love. The second way is through a love anitak l'aseh. And then there's the Rashi in the Tosfus way. The second way is that sometimes by doing the right thing in a way that repairs the wrong thing, that, that fixes it too. But there are two ways that can be done. The one is a repair. So you stole something and you pay. Uh, you pay the person back for what you stole. So you fix the wrong with a right that actually repairs the wrong. That, that, mean, that doesn't mean you didn't do wrong. You did wrong, but you fixed the wrong. And the other is where the pain, where the negative facilitates a positive that you would never have come to if you hadn't done the negative in the first place. Which doesn't mean we should do the negative. It just means sometimes, by doing something wrong, we have an ability to do something that we otherwise couldn't have done. No, sir. You shouldn't leave anything over the korban. But you can't be mekayim ba'eshi sorif unless you did leave over. That doesn't mean you should leave over. You shouldn't. But when the very avera, the very wrong, has enabled a right that couldn't have been done without that wrong, that converts the wrong into a right. That's Naseh Zedonah Kishkogos and Kishkogos Kizchuyos. That converts the negative into a positive. And that sometimes we can do as well. What a chesed of the devotion. We look at these sometimes and we think the punishment, the harshness of when we do wrong, we get, there's consequence. But the consequence is kaparat and a way, a way to keep our neshamot clear and cleansed, either through the pain and the focus of the pain, or through a nitak la'aseh, some assays which completely wipe out the Avera and convert it into something positive, and some which correct the negative impact of the Avera and, and, and fix the fault.